The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Keeping up with the news each day couldn't be more simple than listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. Likewise, our podcast sponsor, the Commonwealth Bank, is working towards becoming a simpler, better bank and is committed to the financial well-being of customers and their communities. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 22nd of February. In your Squiz today, Julie Bishop announces she will leave Parliament, Vladimir Putin's State of the Nation address, Nine's half-yearly results and Friday lights. This is your Squiz today. Claire, Julie Bishop was elected to Parliament in 1998. She rose to serve as Deputy Leader of the Liberal Party and then as our first female Foreign Minister. But yesterday, she called time. She has done that flight from Perth across to Canberra. Um, <laughs> Good point. Man, so many times. And, you know, not just to Canberra, but of course, as a significant Liberal Party frontbencher, she's been doing that trip to the East Coast, which is required a lot when you're building a national profile uh, and internationally as foreign minister, as she said, and she's entitled to call it a day. Of course, it comes in a, a backdrop of what's happened in the Liberal Party when she put her hand up for the leadership job for the um, for prime minister, really, and received just 11 yeah. votes from her colleagues. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said of her departure yesterday, her successor will have big shoes to fill and we know that Julie has the best shoes. On that, talk has turned to the Liberal Party's lack of female representation and Julie Bishop herself expressed a desire for her replacement to be a woman. And there's a bit going on in the background with that. The insiders uh, over there in Perth are, are talking about a bit of a tussle between her and Attorney General Christian Porter uh, that perhaps he was looking mm-hmm to shift into her seat because it's safer. There's a bit bit of a suggestion that perhaps she's played it out for time to prevent him to do that. But um, really there's a broader issue, as you mentioned, with women in the Liberal Party. It's something, to be honest, Bishop has only really recently started talking about. It's certainly an issue and this focus on female candidates uh, is something that we're probably going to see a little bit more of too. She's 62 years old. She's very fit. Do we think this is retirement or we we reckon we'll see her pop up elsewhere? Look, I wouldn't have thought so. She not only has done very well on the international um, scene, she really thrives in it. So I would, um, you know, think perhaps a diplomatic posting. You never know. Who knows? But uh, it would be good to utilise her skills, that's for sure. Yeah. Until Julie Bishop, political news this week was dominated by the scandal involving Hello World Travel, their awarding of a government contract and their links to various senior Liberal MPs and former MPs. Things escalated a bit for former Treasurer and and speaking of ambassadors, now US Ambassador Joe Hockey, who is a major shareholder in the company. That's right. A former executive with Hello World yesterday, uh, a letter he has written to the committee in the Senate that's looking into this. Russell Carstensen is his name. He uh, said that in a discussion with Burns about having a meeting with embassy staff, uh, Burns said that the meeting would be easy enough to arrange because, and the quote is, hockey owes me. So if you've heard that in the last Mm. bit. um, That's what that's about. So, again, you can only underline the point that both Hello World, PM Scott Morrison, everyone involved says that that never happened. Specifically, uh, Burns never said that uh, and that the men had no discussions after a meeting that was convened by Carstensen with 
hockey and embassy staff without Burns arranging it, um, that no discussions were made about putting in place any long-term commercial arrangement. And also across some of the front pages today is news that the dollar has taken a dive as China has announced a ban on Australian coal exports to some of its ports and harbours. Security experts have said this is likely a political move and linked to issues such as the ban on Chinese tech company Huawei and investigations into cyber hacking. To world news, and Russian President Vladimir Putin has given his annual State of the Nation address. What did he have to say? He really has had a go at America. Uh, He has reminded the US that Russia has massive collection of missiles. Uh, He's also talked about new weapons that they're developing, but uh, also looking sort of domestically. Putin's not travelling so well on the popularity front in Russia at the moment. And uh, there were some certainly, you know, cost of living and just usual things that you would expect a a leader who's a bit on the nose with his people to, to pitch to them as well. Back here, Nine has posted its half-yearly results yesterday. It appears streaming service Stan is kicking a lot of goals. It is. It's gone up to 1.5 million Aussies signing up to Stan. Uh, That's a big increase and they say that that's off the back of – a lot of programs that they've had, particularly with Disney, uh, has come onto the Stan platform, but it's also made some local content uh, and Bloom was launched over the Christmas period and apparently that converted quite a few people. Yeah, and it's the first time they've reported with Fairfax as part of the nine business. Yeah, and um, seemed to like what they heard, their share price rising by more than 7% yesterday. That's not bad news. Friday lights, who would have thought National Geographic has as many Instagram followers as some of the Kardashians. They hit 100 million this week. Well, they do have some pretty good pictures. That's what Amazing they're really pictures. known for. And mm. uh, also really good information that goes with it. So, yes, there's a link to a gallery of some of their most liked pics from Instagram, which is kind of fun to procrastinate over. Yeah, and a big shout out to our squizzes, Neil Whitaker of the Block and Love It All List at Fame, as well as Deborah Hutton, who's freshly renovated homes for both profiled this week. And uh, it was Deborah's really that I, I came across um, uh, midweek or so. She was featured in Domain. Uh, and then when I was lining up at the supermarket the other week, I saw that um, I think it's House and Garden magazine has Neil Whitaker's renovated South Coast home off the cover. So I bought that and it's pretty spectacular so there's links oh, yeah links to both of those as well as you would expect very stylish squizzes they are absolutely and a book recommendation i've been wanting to get this for a bit after friends started recommending it to me over christmas it's called uh, bad blood it's written by uh, a wall street journal journalist he's a pulitzer prize winner john cario and it's about elizabeth holmes who had a startup veranos it's a blood testing company and was making all sorts of incredible claims about sort of technology they were using around Mm. blood testing that, you know, could prevent cancer. She raised a billion dollars to fund her business. She was the next big big thing really in startup world. It was huge and her fall from grace mostly because John Cario didn't believe in it um, and just really pursued and asked all the questions um, would make for a fascinating read. But in the meantime, there's a link to a Vanity Fair profile that's um, that I really enjoyed. And a film version of that is actually in production starring Jennifer Lawrence. So it's a big story. 
The subject line. What have we got on this Friday? I have got Adele's um, Never Mind, I'll Find Someone Like You with Julie Bishop oh. heading into the sunset, it seems. <laughs> so dramatic. So dramatic, but she seems to warrant that, I think. That's actually, yeah, I mean, especially given the, the talk about who's going to replace her, that one is spot on, spot on. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, well done. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. Have a great weekend and we'll chat to you on Monday. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.